Breast cancer is the most commonly diagnosed cancer amongst American women. In 2022, it is estimated that about 30% of newly diagnosed cancers in women will be breast cancers. About one in eight, yes, that's one in eight U.S. women will develop invasive breast cancer over the course of her lifetime, which means that your clients will be amongst those diagnosed. And as a teacher and a studio owner, you already know the importance of movement in rehabilitation and support for those who are in treatment. So today I'm joined by the beautiful and talented Jill Hinson, who has spent the last 10 years supporting those who are battling breast cancer through her nonprofit Core Compassion Project. Alongside owning a studio and being a mom and being a teacher trainer, Jill shares with me today the story of how Compassion Project came about and how she helps teachers support their clients who are battling cancer. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm so excited that you are joining me um, in this episode today. I am joined by the incredible Jill Hinson. And if you have not heard her name before, watch this space because she has got so much incredible talents and gifts to share with the world that we're going to be talking about today. So Jill is a Pilates teacher. She has a studio called Core Studio Pilates in North Carolina, but she is also the founder of the Core Compassion Project, which is a nonprofit that offers post-rehab Pilates scholarships to women and men battling breast cancer. And I invited Jill on here to talk today about all of her incredible work that she does and what she will be talking about at the upcoming Momentum Fest event. So welcome, Jill. I'm so excited to have you here and great to meet you. Yes, yeah, so good to meet you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Fantastic. So what an incredible um We've mentioned before we hopped on, but I said, you know, then what is it? It's such such an incredible um, gift that you're sharing with a lot of your clients and your community with the work that you're doing around supporting those who have cancer and who have been through cancer. Um, and so I kind of want to dive into where and how that kind of came about for you. Um, were you, were you, was that something that, were you, were you, did you come into Pilates first? Did you come into that rehabilitation experience first? Where did it all come from for you? So I was a brand new teacher. I was definitely a Pilates teacher first, just honestly trying to learn how to teach Pilates. And um, I had my very first client from my home studio came because I had a home studio before I opened my own brick and mortar. Uh, my very first client came to me with breast cancer, as did another client who came to me. She had just been through a surgery for breast cancer, and she came to me for recovery. And um, I was, even as a new teacher, not really knowing what I was doing, 
you know, as far as breast cancer goes, I, I knew Pilates and I was studying it, but again, I was still a new teacher. So um, I was just exploring and really amazed at the benefits of Pilates with these two clients. And that's, I talked to my team and I said, you know, um, we were all new teachers because, you know, we brought Pilates to a town that did not know how to pronounce Pilates. <laughs> and yeah. And so, um, you know, we just really, without thinking a lot about it, we're like, we're going to open this up to other people who have breast cancer, because if it can help these people, how many people would benefit who nece- can't necessarily afford it or don't know about it? And that's really how it all began. Amazing. Amazing. So tell me a little bit about what you do with the clients that come in, come to you who are in that fight against cancer or are perhaps have gone through it. What do you, how do you work with them that is different to perhaps how you would normally work with a client who hadn't been through that experience? Well, we take time to, if they have been prescribed a lymphedema sleeve um, or if they're at risk for lymphedema, we measure them before their session to kind of check and see where that where the swelling is and if, if they're okay to exercise. So that's one thing. And I teach that in my workshop. And then um, we also measure range of motion in the beginning. We take them to through 10 sessions. I started when I started Pilates, I just taught them Pilates as we know it. Um, and I got benefits from that. I also learned some things the hard way. And so As I would progress with multiple women coming into my studio, because I've had uh, lots of them now come through with breast cancer, we developed a program uh, based on strength training, Pilates, flexibility, working range of motion. And um, what am I missing? Balance, strength training, aerobics, and Pilates. Yeah. So um, we put together a program where each session will include a little bit of of that. And then I I developed an at-home mat program that we teach our our recipients during that time. And so at the end of the 10 sessions, if they cannot continue, they have something that they can do at home. So they can continue a fitness practice on their own if, if they want to. Yeah. Fantastic. Incredible. Incredible. And so um, you, you developed the, so shortly after your first couple of clients, then you went on to develop that, the nonprofit, the core compassion project. And so all of the work that you do in that is supporting those with cancer. And, um, and, and you also published a couple of books. Is that right? Yes. Well, they go hand in hand. One is uh, a book for our for someone who is battling breast cancer, and then another book for teachers who are, you know, working with those who are battling breast cancer. Yeah. So yeah. they really go and hand in you, hand. Yeah, and where did you know? You must have spent quite a lot of time doing a lot of research on, you know, what to do and what not to do, and different treatments and so on. Um, where, how did you sort of go about doing all of that research? Did you go to doctors or did you do a lot of research online? What was that? What did that look like? Well, I did a little bit of everything and including learning some things the hard way, you know. Um, so I would find exercises that would work, would not work. And then I started working with multiple PTs. So my book has actually been reviewed by um, an oncologist who is now at Duke University 
Um, it's been reviewed by uh, one one occupational, no, I'm sorry, two occupational therapists, one lymphedema specialist, two physical therapists. So there's a whole medical team involved. I also had a life coach review it. So I've had a whole team involved with saying, this is okay, this is not. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when you started doing this, you kind of you had a hunch. Right. And like a lot of a lot of teachers had a hunch that this is something that helping people and keeping people moving and keeping people keeping their bodies strong was something that would be really beneficial to them. Right. Do you find that when you get people referred to you that they're they're aware of how much um, how beneficial it is? to keep moving and, and to do Pilates? Is it something that is relatively well known for those who are going through those experiences? That's a great question. And that's not one I've been asked a whole lot. So yes and no, like we'll have some clients come in who honestly, they don't have any sort of movement practice and they are completely lost as to what this can do for them. We have others who come in who have never done Pilates, possibly like more, you know, intense types of fitness, and they're there simply for recovery, and then they fall in love with Pilates, um, not, you know, it not instead of the things that they also love, but in addition to, and then we have some who come in, rarely, really, rarely, unless they're coming from our own clientele, um, it's rare that we have somebody who already has a pretty strong Pilates practice. Um, so it's usually new movement to just about everybody, as far as my experience, um, coming into my studio and, um, the benefits are huge. They rave about it. Um, the emotional benefits on top of the physical and, um, yeah, so we just try to make them feel like family and, you know, that's their time for themselves. You know, so many of them are, are mothers, you know, they're, they're wives, they're employees or they're running businesses and, it's so nice to get them out of a clinical setting to explore just some time for themselves where it, they're not talking about cancer or or maybe they are if they want to, you know, but it's just time for themselves where they're not having all this responsibility. Right. And, you know, that emotional benefit is I'm, I'm sure, you know, we always talk about that as part of a benefit, you know, a side effect almost of Pilates anyway for people who aren't going through something quite as that traumatic but for those who are experiencing this you know difficult and challenging time it must be even more impactful so tell us a little bit about what that looks like you know when people come to you and they are either going through um uh treatment or are in post rehab how do they um because i'd imagine like a lot of their you know mindset and and has you know they've been through a lot so where does how do you kind of help them sort of keep it, you know, keep their mind healthy as well, right? Because it's not, you know, the emotional element is such a big part of where, how they show up when they come to your sessions, right? Well, you know, I try not to be afraid of the C word with them. And the first thing that I do when they come into my studio is I want to have an environment that is welcoming. I, I preach this to teachers because you know how it is. You go into some studios and they are welcoming and there are studios that are not very welcoming. It is, it is my intent with all of my clients in general to have a space that is welcoming. 
but especially for someone who's coming in with cancer and they, and especially if they've never even seen this equipment, because, you know, the first thing a lot of people do when they walk in and see this equipment is like, oh my gosh, you know, what, what's getting right. ready to happen. Right. And so right. I try to, yeah, I try to create a very laid back atmosphere, honestly. Um, you know, I try to make them feel comfortable with me as I do all of my clients. Um, but especially those. And then, you know, I try to create an environment like if they need to be angry about something that let them be angry. If they want to be happy, let them be happy. If they need to cry, let them cry. Um, and I learned this from one of my favorite teachers, uh, Joy Paleo, um, that if you create this kind of environment where they can get through those emotions, then the, the healing can happen, the movement can happen, which will then allow the healing to happen you know, and so we just have to get through those barriers. And so that's why it's so important that we just create an inviting space first. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely, absolutely. And so, you know, this is not something that is going to go away, right? Cancer is numbers are, are, you know, they're, they're not they're they're pretty they're up there, right? They're not, they're not small numbers. I think the, stati- the statistics are, you probably know better than I do, but one in how many will get cancer in, at some point in their life, breast cancer There's or otherwise? W- one in eight women, these are US uh, statistics, but one in eight women and then one in 833 men. And so if you think about it, one in eight women, I mean, everyone who was a, uh, belongs to a studio, you know, and one in eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's a high number, right? And yeah. so as a teacher, you know, you're going to find the, you're going to, these people are a part of your studio already. They're just, they, they're, they're, they're in your community and they maybe have gone through it or maybe will go through it at some point. And so knowing how to work with um, and that pet population is really so incredibly important, but, you know, also so incredibly beneficial. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like the blessed you know, we're there to be a blessing, but we are also blessed. And I hear that. So we've started to expand now um, over the past year into other states and to other studios. And that's the biggest thing that I'm hearing from other people is, you know, like other teachers like saying to me, thank you for, for this. And I'm like, no, don't thank me. I just feel like there's so much more work to do, you know, but like what a blessing that we can take this, this movement practice that we love and share it to people who are sick. Like it doesn't get better than that, you know? No, it does not. The impact is, you know, you can't, words can't describe, I'm sure, the impact that you make on. So tell us a little bit about, um, what you're focused on now with the Core Compassion Project. Um, you mentioned that you are rolling it out into other states. I know that you also have um, the Jill Hinson Method for, for Breast Cancer Teacher Training Program to help teachers to, um, to learn how to work with um, cancer patients and those who are rehabilitated as well. Um, tell us a little bit about how that works and how you devote your time between all the different hats that you <laughs> <laughs> wearing <laughs> well you know I, I i it's 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 a never ending battle um i i am learning to turn when to turn it off though i am actually like i used to could never turn it off and um it was really about to get the best of me but i've learned i've learned to take time for myself and i do that and um that has helped 
Um, but you know what? When I'm on, I try to really be on. I try to have a very tight schedule, you know, on my work days. And then when I'm off work, I really try to be off work. So it's taken me a long time to get to that point. Um, I, I do offer the Jill Henson method for breast cancer teacher training program. And um, that is, it, well, I have a two-day live workshop, a one-day virtual workshop. And which is, um, so we cover more in the live. So we get on the equipment in the live. The one day is more mat work. Um, so I offer that a couple times a year. And in addition to that, we are work and I like core compassion project would not exist without an amazing team of volunteers. We are all 100% volunteer. We work hard to raise money to provide scholarships. And that does help the cost of like when we bring somebody in and we're losing a client in that hole, right? But in general, all of our volunteers, um, all of our board of directors, like nobody's paid. So it's all from the heart. And so I have I have 11 right now, very, very hardworking people to make the affiliate program happen. We're trying to um, now be, go into other studios and um, in other states. So we can keep serving more, more women and men, you know, with breast cancer. So it's not just me, but that would, I would say that's my focus over the next year is to really work on the affiliate program. And, um, and, and to be an affiliate, you have to be a comprehensively trained, you know, Pilates teacher. And then you either go through my training or the Cancer Exercise Institute on top of that uh, to become an affiliate. Yeah. Right. Right. Excellent. Okay, good to know. So um, tell me a little about, just, I'm going to change directions here now because I want to talk a little bit about Momentum Fest, which is coming up super quick. Um, so tell me a little bit about what your journey and how you um, got involved with Momentum Fest um, and you're going to be there this year and tell us a little bit more about what you'll be presenting on. So um, I visited Momentum Fest uh, or Colorado three years ago as a participant and it I was really experiencing burnout at that point like I know that at that point my I was probably on my fifth edit of my book and I was exhausted and uh, my dad had recently um, been diagnosed with lung cancer and it was just a lot and somebody said you need to go you need to go to Momentum Fest you need to feed yourself because how can you be this to you know other people when you're feeling this way. And so I went with really no expectations except just wanting to have a good time. And just, I had heard that Momentum Fest was um, not um, a festival that you go to and you're writing down every single thing you learn. You're going just to move. And honestly, that's what I needed in that moment. And um, I that's what I did. I left. I think I probably cried every day um, and, and tears that I needed to cry. They were happy tears. They were, I just, I found myself again, you know, and um, I also, while I was there, packed a little book called the Jill Henson Method for Breast Cancer. And somehow was for, Jessica was, for, I was fortunate enough to get like a few minutes of her time and I shared my book with her and I'm like, I'm really trying to get this out there. And, um, you know, she heard me and I needed somebody to give me a chance, you know, to share my work and Momentum Fest did. And um, so the, the summer that my book was the, supposed, to, well, and that that was published and it did come out was during the shutdown. And so I was able to share it virtually 
And then last year I was able to present, but I actually started Momentum Fest as a participant. And I'm so glad that I did. I think everybody, anybody who wants to present their work should, should definitely go as a participant first. That was just, you know, it was eye-opening to me. And I realized like, you know what, these presenters are no different from me. You know, we're all the same people. We're all just trying to get by. And it just felt like, it just felt like family. And I'm, I mean, I mean, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, like it just felt so good to be there and to be heard and, you know, to, to see other people and that we were all having the same battles, you know, um, somewhat different, but we all had our own and um, I just left field, you know, my heart was full. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, and that's what I hear that about the event. That's what people talk about when they think of, when they talk about Mentum Fest, it really is that event that you go to if you want to fill your cup um, and really hang out with other folks who want to move and who have that love of movement and want to immerse themselves in that. And I know that there's so many, um, so many different ways you can do that when you go to Momentum Fest. Um, now, but you're going to be presenting this year again. Um, and to tell us what you'll be talking about this year, Momentum Fest. Well, one of my all-time favorite classes to teach is a lymphatic movement class, and I make it lots of fun. So I'm teaching that again. Yeah. It'll be it's a it's a new class. It's called Move It, Shake It, Lymph Fit, and um, Very so fun. I I bring it. Yeah, so it's a mix of uh, self lymphatic massage. We do some Pilates. We do a little bit of um, lymphatic cardio movement, but it's nothing like I don't want to scare anybody away. <laughs> it's not too much, and it's a lot of fun. And um, honestly, like, I just really love that class. I was invited to teach it for Compassion Project after, uh, after Momentum Fest a couple more times. And I just really had so much fun with it. So a whole new playlist, a whole new workout, but still the main emphasis is to move lymph. And then I'm also teaching a balance class. And I'm honestly still thinking that class through, like, there'll be, um, some uh, Chinese medicine movements, a little Tai Chi, some yoga, and some Pilates. So I'm trying to really think through like, what, like, how fast do I want it to move? How slow, you know, so I'm thinking that one through. But yeah, I'm super excited about that. And then on top of that, um, I'm bringing Core Compassion Project with me. So uh, we will be there as vendors. And we cannot meet to, we cannot wait to meet everybody. I'm actually trying to work right now on a time to bring all of our affiliates together so we can just meet as one core compassion project family for for a moment. And um, yeah, we're there to share our project, how other people, uh, teachers can get involved. And um, I don't know that I said this, but on top of Pilates uh, scholarships, over the past two years, we created two more services. So we now offer fitness bras and lymphedema sleeves to those who qualify. And so with that, um, even like if you have a studio, but you're not interested in teaching for the project, but you have someone who comes to your studio with breast cancer, you can still send them to us for a bra, no strings attached or a sleeve, no strings attached. So yeah, we're here to serve. And um, so I have four board members coming um with me and one is um is an ambassador as well so yeah it's gonna be a good time fantastic yeah that's gonna be a great time that's wonderful I'm so excited so for everyone who is listening and is going to Momentum Fest be sure to stop by 
and see Jill and her crew and ask all the good things to ask when it comes to um, when it comes to breast cancer care and Pilates and movement. Amazing. Thank you so much for all of that you do, all that you do. Um, I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you taking the time to come and chat with me and all of us here today on the Pilates Business Podcast. Um, it's been wonderful. Um, but before we we say goodbye, why don't you tell um, tell everybody where they can find you online, um, on Instagram, are you, your website, where should people go to find out more about what you do? So Core Compassion Project's website is uh, corecompassionproject.org. And a shameless plug, I just started my personal membership site. So you can find me at jillhenson.com. And then my for local folks, my studio is in Indian Trail. I'm right beside Charlotte, North Carolina. So of course, studiopilates.com. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm putting more of my, my, my personal work is more at jillhenson.com. And anything you want to learn about Core Compassion Project is uh, at, on our website, corecompassionproject.org. And I'm also on Instagram as Jill underscore Henson and also Core Compassion Project. Fantastic. I will link to all of that in the show notes. So you guys go and follow Jill and go check out all of the amazing information she has got on her site. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jill. Have a great time at Momentum Fest. Enjoy. Um, And I can't wait to hear all about it. It's going to be a great time. Thank you for having me. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.